Welcome to the Myokinetic Podcast. This is a place where you can find hope to help you overcome your pain and injury. I'm your host, Dr. Natty Vandersack. Okay, welcome to the Myokinetic Podcast. Today, we have a superwoman on our podcast. <laughs> she is the vice president of Calandria Bakery. Um, she's an CrossFit and endurance athlete. She completed half marathon, full marathon, triathlon, half Ironman, and is currently training for a full Ironman. So this is Kiss, uh, Kristen Calandria. I met Kristen in 2018 or so uh, when we were working uh, for with her patella tendonitis. So at that time, she was training for her half marathon. Then from there, we progressed to help her out to to go for a full marathon a few months after. And then we keep working together until in 2019, she fractured her foot uh, as she was training for her first <laughs> triathlon, right? But also she pushed through uh, like a badass as she is and she completed her triathlon. So, hey, Kristen, welcome to the show. Thanks, Natty. How was that intro? Did, did I cover all the ground on that intro? That, you, missed, you missed the cannoli queen, but you, yes. you got the rest of it. Awesome. So why don't you tell tell us more? Fill in the gap. Yeah, sure. So um, like you said, my name is Kristen Calandra. Um, I'm the vice president of Calandra's Bakery. When I'm not working, um, I like to work out. I do CrossFit and I've been training for Ironmans. I just got into Ironmans and I've been doing CrossFit for about three years. Um, I always used to do like the typical workout spin class, bar class, you know, when I got out of college to stay in shape. But I didn't really love any of it. And then I saw a Facebook ad, Good Job Joe, for CrossFit Roseland. And I was like, I want to do the challenge. You know, like I gained a little weight that month. And I was like, you know, I want to lose some weight and get fit. So I joined the challenge at CrossFit. And I've been there ever since. I've gotten a lot stronger. Um, They got me in the best shape of my life. I met you, Natty, at CrossFit Roseland. Uh, So it's a great time. It's a great gym. I now I'm doing more of an Ironman training because I got injured half during CrossFit and then half while I was on vacation. So I had to pick a different sport because I fractured my neck and other things were bothering me. So I found um, running because of that. And then, yeah, that's how I found, you know, my passion for the Ironman. But I'm still doing CrossFit here and there to stay in shape. And then when I'm done with my Ironman, I'm going to go back to CrossFit full time. Awesome. So you are basically a fitness fanatic. Like you just love taking care of yourself. <laughs> you love being active, which is awesome. And that's most of the people that we work with is that, you know, you, I think the biggest and the coolest thing is to see how you able to balance your work life and your self-care life in order to fit everything in. So that's going to be my first question. Like, how do you, balance you know the stress and the success of running a big uh business and find time for yourself to train to make sure you sleep to make sure you recover correctly to make sure you come to pt you know like at least once a week so how (laughs) do you manage all that yeah it's i'm not gonna lie to you it's very very hard um the key is enjoying what you do i enjoy my job and i enjoy being an athlete uh that's very important Luckily, in terms of work, my father's the president. My brother's also a VP. So I do have um, other family members on hand when they know I'm at the gym or when I'm training. 
and they're very supportive of me. Um, another key thing for how I get through it is, and you're a big proponent of this, is sleep, meditation, mindfulness. Um, I do suffer from anxiety and some depression and, you know, having a busy schedule. Sometimes you're not as mindful. So I always have to check in, be mindful. I try and meditate every day and I try and get sleep, which I know you really push at PT. And then, um, yeah, I just stay confident and you help me so much both, um, in PT physically, but then mentally you talk me through it. You really push me to, you know, get up in the morning, get my workouts in. Um, if I come to see you in pajamas, you're like, Kristen, what the hell are you doing? Like, don't you have to go to work? Um, when I'm on the table with you, you're massaging me and you're like, Kristen, how many phone calls do I get? I'm literally on a work yeah, call seriously. on speakerphone. So, um, yeah, I just, I just stay positive. I just stay grateful. I meditate and that's how I, I manage it all. Awesome. So we're, we're going to dive into the meditation later and the mindfulness because I've been on a huge mindfulness kick. Um, so now let's talk about this. Um, so you obviously have numerous uh, injury throughout your whole you know, career, right? Um, so why don't you tell me what was the, the, the biggest setback that you have to overcome and how did you overcome it? Yeah, so the biggest setback I had to overcome was first, uh, it was in the middle of my CrossFit career, uh, as you would say, and um, I had an injury from doing a snatch workout by myself. It was my own fault, but the injury happened. Um, I had a small fracture in my neck, and the doctor told me I you know, couldn't lift any weights, not do CrossFit right now, or if I do, it all has to be lower body stuff. And uh, that upset me because I'm kind of an all or nothing person. I've been working on that. Um, but since I couldn't do any upper body, I was like, what can I do? And the doctor was like, you can run. And I used to, like most CrossFitters, I did not like running at all. But it was the only thing I could do. So I started that. And um, I ran four miles one day. And then that turned into a half marathon and then a full marathon. So instead of getting down on myself with my chip fracture in my neck, I pushed through and did... Um, my full marathon, which you helped me out with, with some tendonitis issues as well. Um, and then I got really into running and then I started pushing towards an Ironman and triathlons. Um, I was in the best shape of my life, uh, doing CrossFit and training for triathlons at the same exact time. But then I was on vacation last year. I had a bad fall on a hike or on a trail run in Australia um, and the doctor told me I broke my foot pretty severely and I would be out for four months. So mm -hmm. that was the biggest, biggest challenge for me because I was in the best shape of my life and it was really hard for me to accept that I have to push back my triathlon. That was in two months. I had to push back my half Ironman and then I had to push back my full Ironman. Um, I got injured in February. The doctor told me I wouldn't really be at full pace until July. Um, my try was in May and my half Ironman was in June. So those were already out. I couldn't even walk. I was on crutches. And then, uh, my Ironman was planned for November 20, uh, sorry, November, 2019. And this was, and I finally healed from my injury in July of 2019. Now, if I wasn't really being mindful, I would have said, okay, you know, I'll try and train for my Ironman in five months. But, you know, I sat down and talked to you to the coaches and um, it was not a good idea to push myself because I would just probably re-injure mm -hmm. myself. So I had to accept that I had to push my iron back 
Ironman back a full year and physically get back into the great shape I was in. And that was hard for me to mentally deal with. Um, but, you know, through meditation and through going to PT and working through everything, I bounced back. And um, a full year later, I finished a different triathlon. I finished a half Ironman in Texas. And now I'm finally uh, training for my full Ironman injury free. So thanks to your help and everyone's help and my family, I was able to mentally push through it. Well, I mean, listen, um, in, in all the podcasts that we do, you know, in order to overcome this kind of obstacle, you need a really good support system. You need a good team around you. And, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm really happy to be part of that. And like you say, I remember when, when you text me or you reach out to me from Australia, like, hey, I think I fractured my foot. And I remember I immediately called you like, hey, listen, just relax, you know, enjoy the rest of your vacation. Uh, and we we're like, we're trying to put a positive spin on it. I was like, hey, listen, you could have fractured your foot anywhere, but you were in Australia. So kind of cool. Um, yeah. And then when you get when when you got back to the state and we really just came up with a good game plan for you and you just like most of the people we work with like you you're, you're really dedicated to your time you know, your time is important right especially you know pursuing something that you love so for us it was making sure that you're in a safe space and that you know you're still going to do what you set out to do but it's just not right now but it's still going to be there we just need to lay out a plan for you and I remember most of the time is we, we're talking you through it and then we just get you to get stronger, right? It's, it's, we always push you to get stronger. And I know, um, you know, like, well, one of the questions I want to ask is like, what did you learn besides, you know, like being mindful and, and understand, listen to your body? But what other aspect of training did you gain from your injury? Yeah, from my injury, I definitely learned to also check your ego at the door. Um, I know before I met you, I, I had a pretty, I wanted to impress myself. I wanted to impress other people and I wanted to lift as much as I can despite an injury. And I would always push myself and probably get re-injured again and take a step back. And what I definitely learned is it's okay to scale. Uh, you don't have to RX everything. If you're supposed to run eight miles a day, but your foot's really hurting that day and you have an injury, then maybe run five miles. Um, Stop if something's hurting. Um, Ice it, stretch it, do PT. Um, So that's something else that I also learned. Awesome. Now, you're you're, you're doing a lot, right, Uh, throughout the day. Now, what's really drive you? Like, because you need to have like a deep drive to do all this thing. What's really driving me? That's a deep question, Manny. I know. Um, (laughs) I think what's driving me is reaching a goal that I set myself and not giving up and not quitting and having a goal is what keeps me focused. Like I said, when I was younger, even though my physique was nice, I never really had a athletic goal. Um, I would just work out to work out, but I never really enjoyed it. And now I have goals in mind right now being my full Ironman. But prior to that, I had goals in CrossFit um, and the community, both the CrossFit community and the triathlon community really helped me reach those goals. And they really inspire me. And you, you see, like, even on when I was doing my marathon, you know, I was thinking about slowing down or quitting once my legs started cramping up. But then you see, see someone like rolling in a wheelchair through the finish line or running blind with a guide. And then you do realize, you know, 
that you can push yourself and make great things happen. So mm-hmm. that's what no, gets me through. That's, that's good because, you know, when setback will happen when you're pushing yourself, right? And it's what it's really focusing down what drive you, why you're getting up out of bed to do the thing that you do. Because training is not easy. If you really, if, if you're training and you're pushing yourself physically, you're going to come to like, um, like a point where you're going to get a hiccup and you need to remember your internal drive. And that's where, that's, I think to me, that's, that's the most important thing. Because once you stay connected to your drive, nothing can really stop you, right? Correct. Awesome. So, another question is that, um, you know, as far as um, building habit goes, you know, you, you went from CrossFit to running to triathlon. Now, what, what, what habit do you form in order to, you know, keep going uh, to reach your goal? Do you, besides meditation and sleeping, was there anything else that you really pay attention to, maybe nutrition or hydration? Yes, um, I definitely make sure I drink a lot of water and I have been changing my diet up a little bit or a lot, I should say, uh, to eat healthier and leaner um, for both CrossFit and my Ironmans. Um, I, as you mentioned before, um, my family owns a bakery, so I'm always at work tempted by donuts and this and this and that. So besides meditation, I try and eat healthy. People know it's definitely tough for me. But the key is moderation, and if I do overdo it one day, I try not to extend it to the next day until the next day into the next day. I try and get back into the swing of things, because um, nothing is forever. And uh, what else? Oh, yes, drinking. So I used to be known as the big partier. I guess people, I still have that persona in CrossFit. Uh, I don't know why I do that to myself. Um but when I was training, and I still am, right now it's everything's pretty low-key with the coronavirus, and I just started my Ironman training. So I could afford, you know, if I slip up and drink too much or eat too much one day. But in, when I was really trying to hit those CrossFit goals and um, finish that half Ironman, you know, I, I would say no to parties or I would go and not drink. And people would be like, Kristen, what's wrong with you? Like, you're always, like, drinking and having a good time. And I'm like, you know, my goals have changed. I don't need to drink to have fun. You know, I enjoy being healthy, getting up in the morning, getting my routine. So, yeah, that's also something that I try and stick to. Yeah, and, you know, again, it's, it's all come back to balance, right? It's not like you can have a good time. I think, like you say, everything in moderation and especially, you know, especially in, in, in the business sense, right? Sometimes you have client meeting where you have where, where you feel obligated, where you have to have a drink, right? And to be able to like, okay, I'll have one drink, you know, and not to have like a, a big pitfall, like because some people get into like an extreme guilt, and then just kind of like curl up into a ball after having like a piece of bread or like one drink, right? So I think in, <laughs> in order to just um, you know kind of like give give yourself a little compassion, right? It's okay to have a good time. Exactly. I used to be definitely hard on myself, and that's still you know what I struggle with, but. Um... You know, day by day, I'm definitely um, becoming more aware of what I'm eating and how that affects me, um, what I'm drinking and how that affects me, and the reward for the athletic accomplishments I have and the way I mentally and physically feel, fear, feel, sorry, um, far, far exceeds kind of like that temporary, I guess, happiness you get from maybe drinking or eating too much and, you know, that sugar rush. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, I, I... That makes sense. No, I... I, I totally agree. If I was in your shoes, I'll be eating bread all day. I mean, the bread is so good. I, <laughs> well, that's all we talk about when you're when I'm on the table with you too. I know, seriously, because I'm a sucker for bread and sandwiches and bakery. So like and Portuguese I, custard cups. Exactly. All right. So let's fast forward a little bit. So obviously, you went through a lot. Now, throughout the, this this whole course, you learn a lot about yourself. Now, what advice would you want to give your younger self? knowing what you know now or people who are going through the same thing you went through? Oh my goodness. I think the biggest advice that I would give is honestly that there's always a tomorrow and that everything is temporary and it, things are not forever. The good isn't forever. You don't always feel good forever. You don't always feel bad forever. Um, and that applies to injuries. So if you're injured, you don't need to spiral down that hill of, you know, getting super depressed, eating, drinking, um, you know, completely going off track because those injuries aren't going to last forever. You will get better, um, especially if you seek help with PT and stuff like that. Just try and stay active, try and eat right during those injuries and you will recover and move on and get even stronger. You know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Awesome. Kind of a thing. I love that advice. Um, and another thing, you mentioned mindfulness before. Now let's dive in a little bit. So can you explain in your own term, like what is mindfulness meditation? So mindfulness meditation to me is focusing on what is going on in your body and you breathing in those moments. So when I meditate, I try and focus on my breath so you're breathing in you're breathing out because think about it when you're rushing around going to the supermarket even working out like you're not focusing on on your breath and you could kind of get carried away um but with meditating you stay in the moment and you stay present with how your body's feeling um so i just focus on my breath on my breathing you could also do other meditations where you listen to sound around you you could do mantras which is like when you chant and you just focus on that chant and it gets that mind chatter out. Um, and that mind chatter for me comes a lot when I'm injured. It's like, okay, Kristen, meditate, focus on the breath. Oh, wait, no, my ankle hurts or like my neck hurts. And like, this sucks. I can't do CrossFit tomorrow because I'm injured and like all this stuff. So um, being mindful is getting, is focusing on your inner self and getting, getting out of your mind chatter, but getting into, into your body mm-hmm. and focusing on, on your breath. No, that's and, what I do. And, you know, I tell all the people we work with is that, you know, when your mind is saying something, and most of the time it's somewhat negative, right? You know, we, we all have more negative thoughts than, than we would like. But I think people need to understand that, that those thoughts are, are there to as a protective mechanism, right? Imagine if you don't have that, that, that thought that like, oh, my ankle hurt, so maybe I shouldn't run. Like the amount of nonsense and recklessness that we will do as a human being, especially guys, you know, I would do dumb stuff all the time. So, you know, so to have that and to have pain as like um, a moderator in what you do, you know, it's it's great. But when it's become too much, you need to kind of just understand that, you know, sometimes your thoughts is just your thoughts and you don't need to attach to it, right? So how I usually visualize meditation when I do it is almost like I'm sitting next to a stream of water and each thoughts become like a floating leaves that just keep passing by. 
right? So I really enjoy that. And, and, and I notice that if I don't do it in the morning or at night, um, on a regular basis, I just get really cranky, super moody. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so important. And, you know, I don't want to sound so like, you know, really out there, but you know, this is something I really believe in. And for someone overcoming injury, it's huge to detach yourself from your injury, right? You, you, you don't have a bad knee. You just have a left or a right knee, right? Correct. And, and not laboring yourself. Exactly. It's almost like you have to disconnect to connect. And that's what meditation and mindfulness is. And, um, and they always say, too, you don't have a bad knee. You have a right or a left knee. Um, just how they say in meditation, you don't have, when someone says, how is your meditation? It is what it is. It's not good or bad. So it helps. Meditation is huge because it helps you not label things as good as bad, good or bad. It is what it is. And, you know, we live in a society that's always like, change this, change that, move around, move around. Sometimes you just need to be with it. You need to be with your injury. You need to be with your pain and it will subside and it, it will be okay. Cause mm-hmm. nothing's temporary. Everything's temporary. Exactly. And, and there's always a positive spin to every, I guess, negative downfall. It's just your perspective. Right. And to me, this whole mindfulness and meditation really give me ways to like, really like look at things from a different angle. Especially, you know, for you, you know, running your own business and dealing with all this injury, I'm sure you have to like flip the script all the time, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I can't, I can't ponder for too long. Um, You know, if I have an injury, uh, I can't, you know, ponder or whine or think about it too much because I have to get on with my day. I need to go to work. Um, I need to go to PT. I just got a house. I have a dog. Like I, I have other things that um, that I need to do in my day. So, um, med- meditating helps me kind of ease that, so I don't get too worked up into anything that is negative going on in okay. my life. Well, any tip uh, for people who are looking to do some meditation? Any tip? Okay, um, I use the Insight Timer app or the calm app. Mm -hmm. I like insight timer because, um, you could select from millions and millions of, um, meditation instructors versus the calm app. That's just one, um, meditation every single day. But for people who don't want to be overwhelmed, do the calm app because they just select one for you and that's it. Both are free. So I would start with that. Um, start, even if you don't want to use the app, you do like three, four five minutes a day of just like focusing on your breath and then extend it by one minute a day. And soon you'll be up to like 15 minutes of, uh, meditating. Wow. I am so proud of you for that advice. That is a great advice. So I hope yes. everyone listening really take advantage of that. Cause that's, it's a game changer and it's free. Exactly. Right? It's the best. All right. Before we go, I need to know why is your bread so delicious? <laughs> Tell me the secret ingredients right now. Ah, oh, the secret ingredient is love, of course. But what what makes our bread great is we only have four ingredients, flour, water, salt, and yeast. So it's super, super natural. No preservatives. Uh, we do make whole wheat breads. We have white, whole wheat, multigrain. So if you want to know as an athlete what you're putting into your body, Calandra's bread is great because you really only get those four simple ingredients and nothing added. Um, it's super, super fresh. Fresh bread goes stale every day or two. So if you have bread in your 
um, pantry that's like a week old and you're like, this is great. I can still make my uh, PB and J and stuff with this. No, no, no. There's a lot of preservatives in that and it's bad for you. So pick up Quandra's bread at your local supermarket. And you guys are everywhere, right? Especially in New yeah, Jersey. Yeah, we're every, uh, yeah, we're based in New Jersey. We're a local company, um, but we're also in New York and Connecticut, and we have three retail locations. Awesome. So I'm gonna put that in our show note of where they can get some good bread. <laughs> Thanks, Maddie. Of course. All right. So listen, thank you so much for your time. It was extremely insightful, very entertaining, and I think people are really gonna enjoy it. Um, and you know, I. I Again, thank you for sharing your story. It's, it's phenomenal. You're an inspiration um, you know, for people out there. So thank you so much, Kristen. Thank you, Natty. See you. Thank you for listening to our episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Let us know what you think and leave us a review. See you next time.